you know what's uh, one of the great things about working in the trucking media, guys, is talking with great folks that are out there like you, for example, behind that wheel, and also talking with folks that are inside the trucking companies themselves. And I thought it would be a great opportunity to bring back a segment I created about a year or so ago called Three Under 30. Now, three under 30 means that I've got on the phone with me right now three individuals that are under the age of 30, and they are certainly on their way to a very long and productive career in the trucking industry. Why did they get into the trucking industry? What were they looking for being as part of the millennial generation? And that's why I wanted to bring on board three brand new voices from Crete uh, to introduce them to you. I've got Ashley uh, Hegebomber. She is an operations, uh, what's called an asset manager. Ashley is 24 years of age and was in a banking business for more than five years. And Ashley, I want to welcome you to the program. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you for spending a few minutes with us on the show. Uh, Katie Worley is also on board and she is a driver recruiter. She's 28 years of age and Katie, from what I'm reading, you've been with Crete now for four years. Welcome to the program. Hey, thanks for having me. Absolutely. And also, Joey Jones on the phone is a customer development leader, which is basically a liaison uh, between sales and operations. And he works to create what is called a seamless transition from the sales process to the execution by operations, ensuring that customer expectations are met. And Joyce, certainly want to welcome you to the program as well. How are you today? Afternoon. Thanks for having me, Mark. Absolutely, sir. Guys, thank you for spending a few minutes with us here on the program. You know, often uh, we hear from a lot of drivers that have been out there 25, 30, maybe 40 years or longer. And uh, many of the drivers have, say, 2 million, 3 million accident-free miles under their belt. And they've got, you know, specific routines, things that they've got to do on a day-to-day basis and they are going to be the front line of the company so to speak and uh, when they talk with you guys on the phone and they get involved in the operation you are in turn the face of the company as well and uh, Ashley, Ashley I want to welcome you to the program how did you get involved in working with Crete so what made you decide to go into the trucking industry and what what do you like about it so far um, so I had a baby last May. He'll be almost one. And um, I came off maternity leave and I went back into banking and I kind of realized it wasn't for me. I had a baby. I wanted something new. Um, I posted on Facebook and a friend who actually works here at Crete had mentioned um, to apply. So I did. And they offered me a position in operations and I really have liked it tremendously so far. Okay, very good. And it's probably one of the best parts is dealing with the drivers that are out there, that uh, you talk with folks that are behind the wheel, those are in the warehousing sector. Is that uh, one of the best parts of it, is dealing with the folks that are out on the road? Yeah, absolutely. I have a great relationship with all of my drivers. Okay, very good. Is the job stressful in any way, shape, or form? It is very stressful. You have all kinds of regulations you have to follow, and you have to make sure your guys are home on time, and if they have family issues arise, um, but it's good stress, and having a good relationship with my drivers helps tremendously. Okay, absolutely. And, uh, you know, that's one of the key elements with it. Uh, right, Katie, is working with professionals that are out there on the road. You've been with Crete now uh, for four years, and you've worked in the safety department for three and then became a uh, recruiter. And how did you get involved with this? I mean, were you looking specifically 
uh, to get a job in trucking, or did this just kind of this opportunity just kind of come your way, so to speak? Um, the opportunity, I was searching. Um, I actually had a best friend that was working upstairs in operations at the time, and then I'd also had some uh, conversations with one of my grandpas, who um, actually knew Dwayne Ackley. And once he kind of showed me and explained to me a lot of the family aspects that were involved in the company, I was sold. <laughs> so it didn't take me very much time to get my application in. I was honestly very content in the safety department. Um, when I saw that there was an opening for recruiting, I was interested, but also kind of pulled back just because I was in a happy place with safety. Okay. But I am a social butterfly, so me recruiting was an awesome <laughs> opportunity to be that first. <laughs> I, I like that. Um, that first voice. Uh, I like know, that. The... Yeah, I like the way you're describing that as being a social uh, person yeah. out there. And that's one of the keys, right, when you are dealing with folks that are trying to get into the industry, making mm -hmm. them feel comfortable and helping them to understand. And that really does make for a great relationship, right? Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Joey Jones on the phone as well, customer development leader, and uh, he's 27 years of age, and he came to Crete after graduating from Nebraska Wesleyan University. And uh, Joey, I want to welcome you to the program. Thanks for being part of the 3 Under 30 segment. All right, being the young age of 27, how did you get into the trucking industry, and what do you think about it so far? Yeah, uh, looking for the ever-important job right out of college was really just looking for something local. Um, a lot of friends finding, you know, national jobs with companies in the Omaha-Lincoln area, and I felt it was really important to find that company, you know, that family aspect that Katie kind of touched on. And uh, Crete being based out of Lincoln and being a, a nationwide company uh, based, you know, having terminals in a couple different locations, uh, you know, I felt it was really nice to be where, where corporate was and to see the people. I think it, it's really important to be able to deal with those people and, you know, have those interactions on the day-to-day -day basis with the, the office staff and, you know, see people like Tim Ashoff and, and Tom Ostergaard, who are part of the company, you know, mingling with the people in the lunchroom every day. I thought that was really cool when it first started. And that was one of the kind of reasons that kind of drew me is that real community local aspect you get from a, a Nebraska business you might not get from somewhere else. Drivers, see if you want to jump in and uh, join us in a conversation, I'd love to get you on board. I've got Ashley uh, Hagerbomber with me. She's an operations manager, 24 years of age, and she is in the uh, trucking industry, and she's with Crete because of the company culture. Katie Worley is a driver recruiter. She's 28 years of age. Joey Jones is a customer development leader. He's 27, and I wanted to bring these three young people uh, to the table, guys, so you can talk with them directly about some of your experiences out there on the road. What would you like them to know about what you do? out there that's going to help you out there jump into the mix any advice recommendations that you've got for these uh, young folks on board man love to get you on board to give them some suggestions about you know ways to keep going in the trucking industry we do need younger people to come in sure we do need drivers to come on board and get involved in part of the operations uh, but tim ashaw president of creed uh, we've got to bring young people in as well to get involved in some of the operational structures. Uh, those that are going on inside of the company, sir, you got the best of the best with us right here. Well, that's what we try for, and I think we've done a good job with these three. But, you know, as many of them said, it is all about the people, and having people of all generations is so important. And, and certainly for a company like us, we've been around for, for 50 years, family-owned, and keeping that right 
culture is so important to us. And so how to how we make that culture fit for every generation, but then ensure that as we go through the generations over the next 10, 20, 30, 40 years, that they maintain that culture is so important. So having you know, people like Katie and, and Ashley and Joey um, come on board for, for the right reasons and, and then continue that culture for us is very important. Absolutely. And uh, also, I think what's really great about this as well is that they're getting a lot of feedback uh, from those folks that are out there behind the wheel. And that's got to make the real deal, uh, so to speak. Right, Tim? They're getting uh, experience uh, learning about the trucking industry and going forward. But they're also taking the experience and the knowledge from the drivers that are out there and they're putting it to use inside of the organization and to me that's how a company can really grow and move forward what do you think absolutely we have to we have to work as a team and as uh, you know ashley mentioned you know it can be stressful but it's not as stressful when you have that relationship and then being that having that relationship really means understanding what's going on 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 both ends of the the telephone or, or the people in that unit or otherwise and so having that experience to know hey have our drivers understand what it's like in the office and then certainly having our office people particularly our, our operations folks have that understanding is great so we do things you know where we have our our operations folks have the opportunity to go out for a ride along, do delivery, yeah. do a pickup with our drivers, certainly have one-on-one -on -one meetings with them, get them involved in driver meetings and otherwise. Um, you know, if we understand what's going on with someone else uh, in, in their day-to-day -day life, we have much better perspective and we can work together. Yeah, Ashley, let me ask you this. Uh, what would you like the drivers out there to know about your role, being the operations asset manager? What can you tell them that uh, would help them understand some of the complexities of your job on a day-to-day -day basis. Uh, what, what words uh, would you have for the drivers out there? My whole goal is to make your life as easy as possible. Okay. Okay. Make sure you're on time, make sure you're productive, and make sure you get home on time. Those are my, my main things, and that's I eat, sleep, and breathe my job. So. No, absolutely, absolutely. Now, you mentioned to make their job as easy as possible, helping them to get to where they need to go, get home, when they need to get home, uh, talk about maybe some of the maybe some of the challenges in meeting those goals. Maybe due to weather concerns, construction, and things like that. Some things may be out of your control uh, due to say you know acts of God and things like that. What do you do to stay calm? What do you do to help your drivers on the road uh, maintain that sem that sense of balance as they try to go back and forth? I just try to be as honest with them as I possibly can be. Um, for example, the flooding in Nebraska shut down I-29, and yes. no one really knows when that's going to get fixed. So getting people through Nebraska or around Nebraska has been a challenge. And um, just have to let them know, hey, this is the cards we were dealt. Let's make the best of it and stay positive and keep on moving. Katie, from your vantage point, uh, being a driver recruiter, what would you like those that are out there listening to know about uh, what's important for your job in helping them meet their operational and career success goals behind the wheel out there? What would you like them to know? Um, what I would like them to know is, um, and I get a lot of calls every day um, of just drivers, you know, wanting information. And it's, I want them just to know just to call us any point in time. We want you guys to have the facts, um, you know, about our company as a whole, what we have to offer. Um, we want to put everything out there, you know, that we have available and honest and, you know, truth out there. Um, and then also, um, let's see here. 
Um, just to keep that communication open, okay. um, I'm very consistent with my drivers, so I reach out to them on a weekly basis for sure, if not multiple times during that week, but just to call with any questions that they have. Um, we want them to come on, you know, feeling 100% confident with this career choice because it can be very stressful, mm-hmm. whether they're just getting out of school or if they are coming from a different company. Um, we're not striving to be the biggest company out there, but we want those drivers that are going to come to us for the long haul and, you know, make a career out of it. Okay. So this doesn't need to be a rushing process. You know, just be patient. Take your time. Make sure everyone's comfortable, you know, to the beginning, to the end of the process. Okay. And, Joey, from your vantage point, uh, what would you like the drivers out there to know about the role of a customer development leader in helping them understand a little bit more about uh, what all of the work that involves uh, from that aspect? What do you think? Yeah, I think the easiest way to put it is um, once we kind of work with our customers and and define what our lanes are going to be and some opportunities that Crete will see, you know, whether that's regional or long haul, kind of my job is to work with those customers and implement trailer pools at certain customers' locations, um, understand hours of operations from a shipping and receiving standpoint, um, and get that over to our ops team who can then make sure that the customer service representatives who are dealing with those have the correct information to make sure things go as smooth as possible from point A to point B. Point B. Ultimately, the goal for, for me is to drive productivity for our drivers, so they might not see my name ever or, you know, interact with me directly, sure. but what we're doing is making sure that uh, the opportunities that they have and the freight they're getting on is the best possible freight to keep them moving throughout the week. And Tim, this is a part of this symphony orchestra effect, if you will, right? Uh, every, every piece has got to be working in unison with each other, uh, understanding the roles, and uh, man, once that is all working properly, it is indeed quite a, quite a creation, isn't it? It is, and it's amazing. I, I always uh, I think uh, that how all that music comes together on a day-to-day basis is so amazing. You know, yeah. I think about we have you know 5,400 trucks out there on the road needing you know loads every day, doing pickups, doing deliveries, doing maintenance, needing annual reviews. You know, working with all the things a driver needs to do that that the teams you know here in Lincoln and across the country at our facilities, in our shops, you know, are playing that music, and, and all you know. My goal is to make sure everyone's on the same page, uh, and that we're well in tune and and that uh, the concert goes off without a hitch but it's just once you kind of peel back the onion as you are here today it's there's just so much there and it's so rewarding to see it all come together on on a day-to-day basis and then you throw in the challenges that that um, ashley mentioned with floods and weather and and all those other things you have to improvise and and so you sometimes you don't follow that sheet music and it becomes more of a jazz performance (laughs) than anything else so yep yeah no absolutely that's well said but again it's keeping that semblance of order that is the uh, most important thing. This is the 330 segment and really a fun opportunity to bring young people to the to the uh, North American microphones and talk to them about why they are in the trucking industry. You know, being under the age of 30, there are so many different opportunities out there, but the three people that I've got on board, Ashley Hagerbomber, she's an operation asset manager with Crete, Katie Worley, driver recruiter with Crete, and Joey Jones, customer development leader with Crete. They've decided trucking is going to be the way to go uh, for them. So what advice, what recommendations, what would you like to say uh, to these young people under the age of 30 as to uh, keep going in the trucking industry? Let's hear from Ice Princess. First up, in Alberta, Ice Princess, welcome to the program. How are you? What advice can you give to the panel? I can't give any advice. I'm wanting advice. Okay. And from okay. the first uh, person that you introduced there, I believe that's the one that I'm 
speaking to. Uh, just to give you a little bit of a background, I'm 54. Okay. Uh, education in BA, BA, sociology, psych, social work background, ministerial courses, counseling, social work, that kind of thing is what I wanted. I've spent the last 19 years in a call center, so doing customer service. Had a vision about 10 years ago about being a, like, offering spiritual support to the trucking industry. Uh, my position was eliminated, and they let me go in February. So I'm looking for other jobs. How can I get a company? Now, realize I'm in Canada, but I figure the advice is going to be the same sure. or similar. Uh, to get them, I don't have the uh, dispatching software, but I can learn it. But I've got good... Uh, Customer service skills, I can definitely serve, and I've now embodied all those skills. Okay. Um, and uh, But I don't have the experience in the trucking industry, plus I can provide the spiritual support, the, hey, you need someone to talk to, having a okay. rough day. You know, I've always wanted a trucker ministry. Okay, I spent some. Let me. Let, I appreciate. If I could get them to get me. Well, I appreciate the uh, phone call, and uh, thank you for uh, jumping into that. And Tim, let me ask you that question: As far as, say, somebody on the other end of the spectrum, say, being in their fifties, uh, for example, or maybe uh, even their sixties, uh, there's plenty of opportunity there as well. What do you think about that? What would you say? There is, and I think as your, your caller mentioned, it's having uh, your skill sets you've learned um, in, in life now and how can you apply those in the trucking industry. So certainly, like she mentioned, what Ashley had come across from banking, yep. she knew customer service skills. She knew, you know, how to, how to understand order and structure. You know, in banking, I know they have to count down their money and they got to be down to the penny. And But she mentioned here that translated to understanding, you know, our sort of regulated environment and also our stressful schedule of pick up on time, deliver on time, be safe. So I think if she wants to get in the industry and find that right company, you know, recognize the skills she has and then learn how they apply in the trucking industry and make yourself uh, valuable in that way. Absolutely. And Ashley, was that uh, one of the considerations you looked at is that uh, you uh, took stock of your skill set, what's in your wheelhouse, and you said, OK, this is going to be something that would apply in the trucking industry. I would imagine that uh, that a lot of this came to the surface when you were first talking to the folks about coming on board that they wanted to know about your skills what you've done before and that's why communication is so important in that hiring process isn't it absolutely um having to communicate with people in banking is super important um building that relationship having people trust you with their money and being able to transfer those skills over to my job as an asset manager have been a lot easier than I had anticipated because I'm just good with people and I feel like um, just letting them know that I do care and having that relationship helps. It does, absolutely. And Katie, same thing would apply, I would imagine, right? Uh, maybe you took stock of what uh, some of the things you wanted to do, strengths and weaknesses, and then when you went in to apply, uh, that uh, the person that you were talking with was able uh, to filter this down and say, okay, we think you might be a good, good fit here. Or a good fit there. And again, it gets down to that communication skills, letting folks know what you're interested in. Oh, 100%. And I mean, when you talk to those drivers on a daily basis, there's drivers that, 
you know, are needing stuff that we can't offer them right now when it comes to maybe like local or dedicated, but we keep that communication, that communication open to them, you know, consistently because we have new fleets and stuff and opportunities coming in, you know, coming all the time. So keeping that communication, keeping that relationship going, you know, builds that company in the long run. Absolutely. Just we couldn't help you necessarily right now doesn't mean we can't, you know, a month or two down the road. So okay. 100%. Do you think at some point you may, maybe might want to become a driver? Maybe get out there on the road yourself? Myself? Yes. Um, probably not myself. I did go um, with a, like a ride-along with one of our driver trainers here. Okay. That was a very interesting story, or interesting time, I guess I could say. Sure. Me behind the wheel? Definitely not. That's, uh, no. <laughs> okay. When you, when, no. You, when you went out there for the ride-along, I mean, what were some mm-hmm. of your... Uh, what were some of your thoughts, your observations about that? I mean, it is a tough job uh, being a driver. Oh, 100%. Getting, yeah, freight from point A to point B. I mean, were you, when you first went into it, did you, uh, was it totally, I mean, what you saw, was it totally unexpected? Or did you have some idea about what the uh, driver might, might be going through each day? I was actually very surprised. Um, I think I, you just you look at everything a little bit differently that, oh, my gosh, you're in control of this huge piece of equipment that yeah i mean can really change any circumstance in a second you know and not even just off of your actions but everyone else that's around you and even working you know outside of this industry i look at trucking so differently now when i'm driving yeah i mean it takes one second for a horrific incident to happen so yeah. i have a lot of respect for those drivers that go out there each and every day yeah absolutely and, and yeah. tim this uh, gets down to the core message of the uh, for the company itself, and that's safety, top of the list with a capital S, right? Absolutely, and that's why these ride-alongs are so important, as I mentioned, particularly for our operations team. Um, you know, our, our drivers uh, have a lot that they have that they are responsible for, and if we have drivers that um, are frustrated for one reason or another, and their focus isn't where it needs to be on their safety and on the safety of those around them, you know, that that can change a life in a second, as as was mentioned. And also, um, you know, how do we ensure that we're setting them up to be safe? The runs we're giving them are safe. They have, um, you know. The, the safe and legal time to do it, that there's consistency there so we're not, you know, sl- switching their sleep cycles that can yeah. impact safety and other things. So, yeah, it's a, it's a team effort on safety as well, and, and having that experience on that ride-along gives that good perspective. This is going to be the group, say, between 20 or 30, give or take a year or two. And uh, some folks have said, you know, why invest time and energy in the millennial generation if they're just going to get up and leave? Well, I think one of the better questions to bring forward Well, what happens if we don't invest in them? We've got to make the investments because millennials are indeed the wave of the future. And this is the 330 segment right here on Road Dog Trucking News. It's a fun segment, guys. I bring on board three people that are under the age of 30 and talk to them about why they are in trucking. What are their roles in the trucking industry? What are they expecting and what kind of feedback reaction do they get? from drivers that call in and what would they like you to know about their job and if you've got some advice recommendations i'd love to get you on board uh from crete i've got ashley Hagerbomber, and she's an ops manager 24 years of age katie worley is a driver recruiter 28 and she's been with crete for four years and joey jones customer development leader and uh, he's been with Crete now for four and a half years, 27 years of age. Let's go to Big Rigger. First up, this go around in Pennsylvania. Welcome, sir. What advice can you give these young people? Well, you got to remember, this is a this is a job not for everybody. This is not 
this is not cut out for everybody. That if everybody if it was an easy job, everybody'd be doing it. Sure. You know, the the best advice I could give if you if you have a bad experience at one company, don't don't take that as a as a whole with the way the industry is. I mean, I've been driving 33 years. I've probably gone through 10 different jobs. Um, some were better than others. Some were, were worse than others. But I didn't let one company that I had a bad experience at determine whether I was going to stay in the industry or not. So you, you have to you have to understand that it's a lot of hard work. There's a lot of a lot of time away from home. And, and not only that, there's other there's other kinds of jobs where you're home every night. There's, a, there's something there for everybody. And uh, you might not like one thing. Try something else. I mean, why waste all that time to get your license and and all that aggravation just to give it a year and say, hey, I'm not going to do it anymore. The heck with it. Absolutely, absolutely. You got to you got to give it time, and uh, you've got to grow with it. Uh, Ashley, what do you think about that? As far as you know, giving the industry time could be behind the wheel, could be in the office. I mean, give it a chance before maybe giving notice. What do you think? Absolutely, I have a few drivers. that had come on my board earlier this year, and one of them quit almost immediately, and she said, I don't think this is for me, and there was no way I could talk her out of it, and I just wish she would have given it time. She was a very, very hard worker, and she wanted to do great. She just, I just don't think that she knew exactly what she was getting herself into, and I think if we would have been able to work together longer and um, have a little bit more time together, she would have liked it a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Big rigor. The people that uh, are working at your company, the younger people, say under the age of thirty, uh, do you deal with them quite often at your job? Do you do you call in? Do they have they gone out riding with you from time to time? Well, no. And personally, I really don't want them in there with me. Tell you the truth. <laughs> I, okay. I took I took this job to be by myself, me, myself, and I. But I mean, if, if I if I had to, you know, I, I've had people ride along with me. I've had managers and. And I could tell right off. I had, in fact, I had one manager ride me, ride with me uh, for a, a check ride, and uh, he happened to look down. And he asked me what that, what that second pedal was. I said, "That's the clutch." He said, "Why aren't you using it?" Oh. I said, well, "I don't need it when I'm dry. I don't need to stop and put in the gear." So, you know, you get you get that kind of sure kind of stuff. You know, and it kind of makes me laugh now. But sure. I'm, as he was asking me his question, I'm shaking my head, going, "What in the heck do I got myself into here?" <laughs> <laughs> right. No, absolutely. No, I can understand that me myself and I at some points. Uh, but it's really great advice, though, to give you know these uh, young people give it a chance. I mean, if you're not maybe enjoying a certain aspect of what you're doing, there's always another opportunity that's going to be inside of the company, right, Katie? I think that's a really good point about that. You know, just look around. Uh, I'm sure there's things that uh, folks can find that they've got an interest in to make them uh, to make them stick around with the company for a longer period. What do you think? Oh yeah, and there's always other opportunities, but I always kind of like to emphasize that even though my job as a recruiter is to you know give you that information and get you hired and going on, we don't just cut ties once you're you know on with the company. Um, I want to definitely emphasize that we follow up and follow up and follow up because it can be you know a big transition coming from maybe a really smaller company onto our big corporation. So we give you those opportunities to discuss if you are having any issues or if you're having any concerns, so we can then not take it you know take care of it ourselves but at least use other resources around us whether it be the asset managers or your yeah. fleet managers so yeah. we want to take care of you as a That's, whole absolutely and, and joey from your vantage point uh you know say if you are in a position at a company i mean look around right i mean don't get frustrated with it uh, give it an opportunity to grow and uh, who knows you may be some might somebody might be able to get into a role and be with that role you know 20 30 years but at least give it a chance right before leaving 
Absolutely. I'll use myself an example. You know, I started with this company four and a half years ago as a customer service uh, representative doing freight out of Indiana and Michigan. Had the opportunity to, to move along and help with new drivers onboarding as an asset manager and then move myself up to a regular asset manager. And then after that, uh, onto a load planner for a certain part of the area, uh, the country. And then those experiences really kind of tied everything together and gave me the opportunity to take a step up into the customer development leader role. So there's plenty of things for people here to do, whether it's operations, whether it's on the driving side, whether it's more customer relations or sales, marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, we're just like any other business, have a lot of different uh, places for someone to kind of fall into and see what they really work and what works well with their skill sets. You know, Katie, I've heard from uh, some drivers that are out there have, that, have, that have told me on the radio that, uh, well... You know, I've been out here for 30 years, 30, 35 years, and the folks in the office don't understand what I'm going through. They just don't get it, things like that. Uh, I'm sure you've heard that. What do, what do you say to folks that are maybe mentioning that, that uh, maybe the office folks don't understand what's going on on the road? What do you say to them? Um, I say probably to an extent that, I mean, they're right. We don't actually get to see what they're going through on a day-to-day basis. They're the ones that are physically out there. Um, but if they're not voicing those concerns to us, you know, we can't work together as a team to solve those and possibly turn a negative into a positive. Yeah, and, um, so it's definitely out there. Yeah, and that's spot on, Tim, right? Uh, turning that negative into a positive, but it does require uh, two-way communication. All problems are solvable, aren't they? That's absolutely right, and it is that, that communication, that working together, that sense of wanting to help each other. And I, I think as it was mentioned at the beginning, and one of the things we try to instill around here is that, you know, we're the Crete family, and so when a family member has a problem, uh, you don't go hide from it. You don't say, well, let them figure it out themselves. You say, how can I help? And then that's, it's that communication coming together, finding that solution. Sometimes it's not always the solution everybody wants, but we work together and say, what's the best thing we can do now, and then let, let's have a better day tomorrow. But we don't do that if we don't communicate. From Crete, I've got Ashley Hagerbomber, Katie Worley, and Joey Jones, and also Tim Ashoff with Crete. And Katie sent me an email a little while ago. She said, please make sure uh, to tell Tim that she would like a raise. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> I think just... he really does need to uh, put that into perspective when they get back up there. <laughs> right. I'm sure that meeting will be pretty quick. No, I'm just kidding. I'm teasing. Uh, but uh, Tim, well, I you wonder got... how well she did today. That would depend on how big a raise is. So. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Tim, you got a great crew there. And uh, thank you for uh, letting them spend a few minutes with us. I do want to get the uh, websites out there for Crete, uh, social media, phone numbers, and things like that where they can find you guys. What's the best way? Sure. You can reach us at 800-998-2221 or uh, go out there to creekcarrier.com, Creek Carrier Facebook, Creek Carrier Twitter. We're out there on all the all the social media and certainly uh, go directly to our website and we have a chat option on there too and you can chat with one of our recruiters right online. Okay, very good. Thank you guys for doing this. Let's go to Kevin who is going to be next up in the great city of Oklahoma City. Kevin, what advice do you have for millennials in the transportation industry? Well, it's uh, twofold, one for the drivers and one for the office staff. Okay. As far as the uh, drivers concerned, I would, you know, recommend that they have a realistic plan getting into the industry to be patient and to never stop learning. Absolutely. As far as, as far as the office staff, I would encourage them to keep the lines of communication open. Um, there's so much turnover with drivers. Uh, companies 
spend so much on recruiting and so forth, and it makes you wonder if some of that budget could be better spent towards retaining the drivers that you do have and so forth. So um, communication is key. I mean, it's very important um, not only when drivers come in, but also on the exit interviews, uh, particularly exit interviews, because that's the time the drivers have nothing to lose, and they're going to give you their honest feedback on why they're leaving. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Kevin, you were starting to break up, but I do appreciate the uh, phone call. And uh, let me let me get your thoughts on that, guys, uh, about the importance of, uh, the, you know, to keep on the learning train, if you will. Never never close the mind down and say that you've learned it all. Uh, Ashley, Ashley, what do you think about that, about learning as much as you can going forward? Um, I think it's extremely important. Every time I think I know how to do something or how to tackle a problem, um, if I'm talking about it with one of my drivers, they're like, well, have you looked at it from this perspective? And I'm like, hey, thanks. That's a great idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just keep your mind open and solve, sometimes some problems will solve themselves. Yeah, absolutely. Katie, what do you think about as far as uh, continually learning about new things that are going on, keeping that ed- educational process going? What, do you th- what are your thoughts? I think, um, especially with the show that we're on right now, the 330, I think our generation, we kind of thrive off of, you know, the new. Um, I think that excites us. I think we like using, you know, the advanced technology, the new aspect of it. And I think also another thing that we're good at is once that new is kind of out there and, you know, available to everyone, we like to provide the information to others and like to teach others. Yeah, so I think yeah. it's awesome. Yeah, it's the name of the game. Joy, for you, what, what is uh, going to be the most important part about all of this is it uh, continuing on with your education, learning as much as you can, either say online, in person, through classroom. Uh, what's what's the path for you going forward? You know, I really think that uh, internally and externally, we can all learn a lot from each other. Whether that's you know interactions with with our own office staff, interactions with our drivers, or just those you know even those emails or phone calls with customers to learn a little bit more about what's going on in the business. And one example, I'll give a shout out to a driver, Jeff Barker, who I wrote on our blog, uh, and and that's uh, our bread and butter, the importance of teamwork and customer retention. Gave me a call a few days ago, and I don't have a lot of interaction with drivers on a weekly basis, but. We had a great conversation about what we can do in the office to kind of help them out. You know, it was something that a lot of these things that I've seen kind of help those guys out on the road and make sure everything's set up correctly from a, a information standpoint. He called something out that, you know, we're now looking into from a larger perspective just because of one call from a driver. So there's a lot of great things that can happen if we call in and, you know, just kind of shoot shoot ideas off each other and see what we can find out. So, you know, again, kudos to Jeff Barker on bringing that up. Uh, and, and it kind of speaks to what his blog post was on Creek carrier.com so it's just those kind of instances where we can all learn from each other and and continue to push forward all right guys i'm just about out of time i gotta get ready to wrap it up and what a great segment thank you ashley hager bomber for joining me katie worley and joey jones absolutely from uh, crete uh it is the 330 segment guys uh, from the millennial perspective about uh what it's like to be in the trucking industry and tim ashoff thank you good sir As always, and let's do this again very soon. I really like this kind of segment uh, because it does bring real people to the phone and out there on the air. Uh, They can talk to you guys about what's going on in the trucking industry.